three, two, one. <laughs> Hello, it is September. It's wow. It's September. Yep, first. September 1. When's the last time we did one of these things? In July. Okay, so one month. That's not that bad. No, one month is not, not that, that bad. bad. I'm going to tweet right now and say that we're recording. Mm-hmm. And what episode would this be? This would be episode 236, 236. of the Tri-Games.net. Tri there is no next. Wow, I'm all over the place. I Try games. Dot next, not the old one, the next one. The next, the next box. Um, send your questions in. Tweet here at DredMage or mailbag at Try Games. Sixteen by nine resolution. That laptop, yes. Yeah, yes, sixteen by nine is okay. That's all I need. Um, yeah, the other ones, the other ones that I was looking at had a. Um, 1366 by 768 resolution, and that was scaring me because it was a 15-inch screen. Yeah, that's the one I have, the 1366 by 768. Is it a 15-inch okay. screen? Mm-hmm. 15.3. Okay, so it, so uh, if you say it's okay, then I'm not too worried, because I'm also going to be playing games on it. Uh, it it's Most of it is penis envy. Yeah. Hey, you, you 1366 got is okay. It's more te, than... You, you know, have te MacBook and te high screen resolution... This is the other and one I was looking at. Fifteen hundred dollar laptop. Yeah. Well, the MacBook is like I don't know, like two thousand or some shit like that. I don't fucking. Oh, know. oh, I was saying fifteen hundred. No. Being take a look nice. at this one that I just sent you. This one is thirteen sixty six by seven sixty eight, but it's got all, almost the same. It's got the same processing power. Sure it, does. And it's eight hundred bucks as opposed to eleven hundred bucks. The only disadvantages is that it's cheaper looking and uglier. Yeah, it is. <laughs> But and it doesn't have a seventy two hundred RPM hard drive. Well, it looks like it looks like my big laptop now. Only it's more plasticky than metal. Mm. And I honestly don't care. I don't know. So the whole we're discussing laptops. Um, me and him right now, because <laughs> I am eBaying my gargantuan, uh, Acer that is eighteen point four inches. Not because I don't like it. I love it, but I, I need to be able to carry it around and not destroy my back. And it, it's taking its toll on me. I haven't carried it around. You know, I haven't carried it around with me um, in, I want to say, seven months. Mm. Because I just am fed up with... It's just that big and that heavy. Yeah. I, I, yeah it like, is a five-pound laptop. It's not bad. Yeah, this one that I have is 11 pounds. Holy crap! And, like, when you're, you know traveling around with it all the time and you, you want to like now here's the thing like i don't just wheel my luggage around like i i have to carry it up and downstairs if i'm like mm -hmm. leaving from mel's place in queens to go to the airport for work like i don't True. just wheel it around i carry it and that 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 hurts and i i also like either i carry it or i put it in my laptop bag with my work laptop which is what 11 pounds plus the five and a half pounds that my work laptop is, that's 16 pounds. And then my tablet plus my PSP plus my 3DS 
is more weight. And you might be wondering, why are you carrying all that stuff? Don't you have enough games for one three-day stay at a hotel for a, a given week? Can't you just plan that out? And you would be absolutely correct. But you know what? Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> so there. The, that is that is my answer to you out there, internet, asking me why I would do this, all two of you. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking to uh, not downgrade, but shrink. I'm looking to shrink and keep the same horsepower, and there are lots of options out there. And I would this, get this Acer. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah, I, I would too. It's just like... It may be popping an SSD. Yeah, but then you do that, and then you, you, you ramp up the price, and you, so you might as well kind of go for the... You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If an SSD, I know what you mean. I, I, I mean, later, not like No, you're right. You're right, later. Um, but I don't know. I, this... The Samsung looks so pretty. It sure does. It looks so pretty. Apparently, it's a very frustrating something or other. Where is it? Amazing, but also a bit frustrating. I can't actually get to the... Where is it? Oh, there it is. Uh, Computers results multiple, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I see blah, it. Blah, 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 blah. I wonder what's frustrating about it. Oh, it's a driver thing? Ah, drivers. I could get around drivers. Nothing. Yeah, that's 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 whatever. Um, Like... The the uh, here's the other thing is that this Samsung runs at sixteen by nine sixteen hundred by nine hundred pixels resolution, mm-hmm. all right? and it has the GeForce GT four sixty M video card. All right, it's Core i seven, quad core, two point three gigahertz. The Acer is pretty much the same thing. Maybe the the the, the CPU is a bit smaller, but it runs at thirteen sixty eight six by seven sixty eight, which means it's a lower resolution, which means that the native resolution. Is lower. I, I wonder what the difference is between a 3610 and 3615 QM. It's probably just like a couple of nanometer process. No, it's the same. Oh, speed. it's the same gigahertz. Oh, hmm. so it's probably like one is a 90, one's a 45. If yeah. that's a, if they still do that for laptops. Yeah, but now it looks so pretty too. And yeah, I, I say that stuff's not important to me until I actually look at the photos. That's oh, the biggest problem. This is that, that is the biggest problem. If I just didn't look at the photo, I wouldn't want the Samsung. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing is that the dimensions of the Acer are bigger. Really? The Acer Ooh. is almost an inch longer, um, just about half an inch wider. Oh, and it's a little heavier, too. And half an inch thicker. That's the key. The, the, the Samsung is under an inch mm. by 0. 0.6, 0.06 of an inch. So not that much, but it's just under an inch. And you're right. It is about four-tenths of a pound lighter. I don't know if there's a typo, but the Samsung one is saying that it has one gig of memory on the graphics card, and the Acer has two. Yeah, that's the other thing, is that... The Acer has two gigs of graphics? I would probably take that just because of the gaming. Yeah. But you have other... Um, since I don't have to carry a, a computer around... The weight is not an issue. The thinness... Honestly, the thinness is it actually comes down to vanity because if we're talking about half an inch. I'm taking out my tape measure right now. You can't see this, but half an inch is. I mean, it's substan. It, eh, it's somewhat substantial, but it's not the end of the world. I don't. I don't. Uh, how thick is my 3ds? Let's see. The 3ds XL is no, about three quarters of an inch. Three quarters. Thick. Yes. So. I don't even know. I don't know. I, I haven't even sold this thing yet. So I don't even know what I can afford. We'll see. True. I don't, I don't know. I have 13 watches. It ends in an hour. Nobody's bidded yet. 308 views. Stupid watchers. I know. The watcher. 
so 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 the reason why I'm bringing this whole laptop shit is, and and I'm looking to buy one, but then also uh, something that you and I discussed last month, <laughs> last month, hmm. which is more than a week, um, was the whole idea that Gabe Newell thinks that Windows 8 is a quote unquote catastrophe, and I think you and I went over some of the reasons why in terms of like the. Um, the the fragmentation of the market between like Windows 8 um modern view because we can't call it metro anymore yeah. modern view versus des- desktop and what's available to you at the outset and what what is not available to you and and what kind of control Microsoft is going to exert over the process because it has to make it fit for the met- modern UI and all that stuff and then Gabe Newell said fuck you guys we're going to start doing stuff for Linux. And then I came across a blog post from Valve. Um, when did I send you? Last week or two weeks ago or something like that? I think that was last week. Yeah. So you're talking about the the idea of going to Linux or the thing about Metro? Uh, sorry, <clears throat> Windows 8. Uh, the thing about the Linux, because I remember I showed you a post where they ported or... Did they port or did they just do a test port of Left 4 Dead 2... To OpenGL on Linux, and you know, obviously it, it ran faster. You know, they're going to say that, but like they they successfully did that port, and then they're like, we're going to try to, you know, port Steam to Linux, like for real, not under mm-hmm. like wine tricks or anything like that, but for real. Um, and that got me thinking, like, well, is it how your opinion? I need your opinion on this because because you're more knowledgeable about this than I am. My inclination is to say that it won't matter because. That is not going to make either the chicken or the egg crack, right? That's not going to make throngs of people go to Linux in anticipation that third-party publishers are going to start making Linux ports of all their games like Darksiders 2, for example. Now, I can guarantee that nothing... I mean, I honestly believe that because of 32 years, give or take, of just ingrained user-friendliness of Windows, uh, at this present time, nothing will bring throngs of people to Linux. Enough to make it... it will, uh, Or at the very least, not enough to make it worrisome for someone like me, who doesn't have any idea of how to run Linux, and, and, and you know, doesn't... And has intentions of learning, but right now doesn't know anything about it. Well, see, that's the issue. Because um, you're a little bit more technically uh, savvy than uh, the average Joe who would be like, oh, I want to play games, but I don't want to be locked into this Windows cycle. I mean, this is, of course, someone who is a little bit more technical savvy than, I want a computer. Right, you know, right, right. <laughs> when, no, that person doesn't really care. If they if they were plopped in front of a, a Linux computer, they'd be like, I hate computers. I, I don't want to deal with these things ever again. Right. But then if they're plopped in front of a Windows computer, especially Windows 8, they would probably be like, oh, I'm in love with this. Um, you know, give me, give me stuff, give me stuff. Uh, they're not the one that's, they're not the ones that are going to be concerned with, oh, well, I just bought this game and it, I, my computer says it can't find it. It's only for 360. And, but if I go into desktop mode, it's like there and it's updated. It's ready to go. It's really confusing. I hate the fact that I have to go through two extra steps just to get to my game when I just want to hit go on my game. Right. Um, I, I would think that that type of person would be on a console anyways. That type of person might be on a console. Uh, that type of person would also be one of us. 
where, uh, you know, I feel like, well, I, I'm going to stick with Windows 7 because, uh, why do I want to go through all that crap when, right. especially when I've gone through a whole bunch of stuff for some games that aren't even on Windows 8, like, for example, Darksiders, the first one, where, you know, that's a game that is in, completely in love with its console roots to the point that you, it, using a, uh, a, a controller on the computer that is not an Xbox 360 controller requires workarounds. Right. So I had to actually, you know, get a Xbox 360 controller emulator and I had to oh, use goodness. the emulator to to set up the controls and I don't even remember how to do it if it was the break. Oh, you know uh, what? You know why this sounds like a chore to me because I I have like I I have an Xbox 360 wired controller. I have two of them and so that's all mm-hmm. I use. And I didn't right. realize that you don't have you have wi- you all yours are wireless, right? Well, yeah, all of my Xbox controllers are wireless except for the Street Fighter controller, which doesn't give me what I need for a game like Darksiders because it doesn't have two analogs. Right. And it, does, it only has one digital and six buttons. Well, eight buttons, but, um, you know, there's there are other buttons that are necessary because it's a 10-button controller um, along with the two analogs and the digital. So I no, I don't have uh, a wired Xbox 360 controller, nor do I plan on buying one. So what I have to do in cases like this is use the workaround so that I can use my Logitech, which has the same buttons and the same controller configuration, except for the fact that the digital and the left analog are switched. It's more like a PlayStation controller. Oh, okay. Um, but it's like, my, it's like my Logitech. Yeah, I think it's, it's, the same I think it's your Logitech, except mine is a cordless. It's cordless okay. rumble pad too. Mm, I, I think you have just the uh, rumble pad or rumble pad too. My well, mine's in 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 a box now under my oh, desk. Oh well, you have the box rumble pad. So I'm <laughs> I'm too lazy to go and find it. Yeah, no worries. Lazy. Let me see. Where is it? It's uh, over here. This is a rumble pad too. Yes. Oh, okay, so I have a cordless rumble pad too. Okay. Um, so having to deal with that on top of having to deal with the computer not being able to find my game is ridiculous. So I would right. probably stay on Windows 7 for a good, good long, 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 long time. Because, right. you know, who knows? Microsoft might actually change their mind. Service Pack 1. Oh, look at that. Desktop. You want some computer boots, you can click desktop from the beginning and go straight to it. Yeah. Um, but that's how it works, though. That's the thing. Is like, well, okay, so, so as far as I understand it, on first boot, mm-hmm. I don't know where it goes. Once yeah, you boot the thing up, either. though, I believe that there is a setting... Like where the start menu used to be, there's a setting where if you right click, there's a little context menu that pops up, and one of the one of the items is start in desktop mode. So whenever you boot up, it goes right into the desktop. Mm. Well, that's good because um, I would probably just do. That. Yeah. But the, the the other thing is that like it, the reason why it's not a big deal to me is because even if they didn't give you that option, switching to the desktop mode is as simple as like going to the lower left hand corner and clicking a button. And it's not one of those things where it reboots in desktop mode and then mm. reboots in it just switches. Modern mode. It just switches, so it's a layer. That's all it is. Um, so that's why I'm not. I wasn't too worried when I saw the you know the the quick looks of it and like I was like, okay, it's not too bad. I'll, I'll st- you know, you just ignore the metro. I'm sorry, the modern. You just ignore the modern and you're fine. Um, I what I'm more worried about is is the the complication that comes out with having to make sure that your game is certified through Microsoft's process 
and like it they kind of hit a snag where it's kind of like Xbox Live where patching your game is a laborious process. Even just releasing your game is a laborious yep. process. And they have all these stupid I don't I forgot what do they call them TCRs or something something what? whatever. Um the 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 most infamous case that I remember is from Bastion when like you, like one of their TCRs or whatever you call them is like your downloadable game must indicates the player when it is time to pick up the controller and play or some, something like that. I'm sorry if I'm getting it wrong, Internet. Oh, it's one of the uh, certification requirements. Yes, TCR, technical certification Ooh. requirements, right. And Bastion was like, no, 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 what we want to do is immerse the player in this thing. So when we start the game, he just wakes up, comes out of bed, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like You have to pick up the controller and figure it out yourself. Something like that. I can't remember what the exact scenario is, but it was something like that. And they had to fight Microsoft on it, and then they like somehow they Microsoft ended up letting them do it or something like that. But yeah, they did because yeah. it's definitely not like that in the game. Yeah, but you you bring that trouble to like the PC where we're used to just being like, you know, what this is where developers can experiment and do what they want with things, and they shouldn't have to be locked down by this stuff. And I think that is probably what Gabe Newell was talking about the most, if if I'm not mistaken yes. from what you read. And this that is about is freedom, developer freedom. Yeah. And, and and my my worry is that maybe it won't cause a throng of people to go to Linux, like the public, but it will cause enough developers to be like, you know what, the people who would be playing our games are probably not the type of people who would be worried, or, or, or probably not the type of people who would be so, like averse to switching to another OS. They're more savvy. They they like they know the fact the fact that they know that our game exists is already far enough for them to be savvy enough to be like, you know what, maybe like like I, I know enough about tech. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Um but the one thing I see happening is that they could you know they could do a Mac thing. Steam is already on, on, on Apple. Yeah, but I don't think that the Mac audience is um as populous as like the Windows audience in terms of gamers, it's um, not, and I'm not going to buy a Mac to get a game. Right, right, right. It's not, but like I think it's certainly more populous than Linux uh, by far. And I do think that from a standpoint of um, popular opinion, that they are much more prevalent. And if someone said, "Hey, games are coming to Mac," a lot of people will be happy about that, and a lot of people will be like, "All right, you know." A, that was the last thing holding me back from getting a Mac, and B, like, you know, I, I, I get to, you know, have this thin, thin desktop, laptop, whatever, MacBook Air, whatever you want to call it, and, and you know, it, it can still run WoW. It, WoW is one example. Like, WoW, run, WoW comes natively on both, I believe. What do you mean? And WoW, WoW was built for Macs and PCs, as far as I remember. Um, not originally. I don't believe so. I believe it was originally only built for PC, and then they might have ported it to Mac. I don't but even that, know. But wow, what I mean is, what I mean is, like it's oh, there yeah, natively. Wow, right. It's not you, people don't need to run it through an emulator or wine. Oh or no, 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 I don't think so. Um, like, and Diablo, I think Diablo three, I think came out natively um, on Mac, right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think Diablo three and StarCraft two came out natively on Mac. I could be wrong, but I'm gonna find out. Yeah. To tell you the truth, um, I don't even know if I can find out very quickly. I mean, the the thing is, I think the fact that Steam is on Macs already is telling mm-hmm. enough. Well, yeah. I mean, it took a long time, but it it is there, and there are lots of games. I mean, granted, it's not like the, the entire Steam library is available for Mac. There are only certain games that are available for Mac, but right. still, it's it's 
good that that's available. And I also would say that, like I said, in, in yeah, Mac StarCraft is on Mac. Uh, again, from 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 the popular opinion side of things, you know, if you were somewhat interested in games, and you know, enough developers like were like, hey, you know, there's there's plenty of stuff on the Mac here, and for most people, StarCraft, War, uh, World of Warcraft, Diablo is kind of enough, and you know, they they they're already th- some people are already there. Enough people are already there, and it won't take that much to convince other people who. Like are fed up with PCs, you know, and I know that's a whole marketing thing that people are like, oh, PCs are harder to use. They're not really, but I can understand where the perception comes from, mm-hmm. you know, that um, I mean, even down to iOS versus Android. I think Android Quick interruption. is interruption. Huh? Uh, Diablo three is Mac. Yes. Okay. Um, but I think I think you and I both agree that Android OS is is as easy to use, but as easy. Yes. Okay, though you can say ass. after you're comparing it, and easy as an ass. Yes. Um, but to Joe Blow, who loves Angry Birds, and that's about <laughs> all he does is play Angry Birds, and he picks up an Android phone. He won't know how to use it. Oh, where's he playing Angry Birds? Is he? Playing I, I, mean, Angry I meant Birds on an iPhone. On... I meant on an iPhone. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say if he's playing Angry Birds on like uh, this is the a type tablet, of person he's playing it on Android. Uh, this is the type of person who doesn't even realize that Angry Birds is available, other than on an iOS platform. Mm. Um. So, who knows? Well, I guess what I'm saying is that if there was a shift from Windows to Mac, that would be enough to to kind of at least spread out the developers. And then maybe that if if there was some kind of weird exodus from Windows 8, like Mac would kind of be like a, a good home base for them to stay on. And then uh, I'm getting Assassin's Creed on my phone. <laughs> and then um, they would be more willing to be like, oh, maybe uh, maybe we try this Linux thing. Because I certainly am not going to buy a Mac for anything, personally. Me neither. This is my personal thing. This is not – my personal thing is I'm not going to buy a Mac. So if – Gaming, if Gabe Newell really hates PCs going forward and really hates Windows 8, and there's this weird apocalypse where, like, a meteor comes down from the sky and, like, destroys Windows gaming forever. <laughs> I, <realize laughs> I wanted it to go to Linux. Yeah, I would want to do that, but then... Which, ironically, Mac OS is built off of. Yeah, that's true. That is, that Which is, is probably problem. another reason why, you know... I mean, granted, there's still specifics when they ported Alpha D2 over right. to Ubuntu. I mean, it's the, Ubuntu is a specific distribution of Linux, and it's very possible that, you know, getting Alpha D2 to work on, say, another version of Debian or uh, another version of Gentoo or something like that, uh, those are the, the, the master versions of the yeah. distributions that you find, and then the specific distributions that are built onto it, like, you know, that could be hit or miss, because there may be specific differences, but then again, Debian is Debian. So, technically, if it works on Ubuntu, it should work on Debian, and it should work on another distribution right. of Debian. But, I, I, I saw uh, a Facebook post from one of my sister's friends, and he basically said something along the lines of, you know, if Valve is really serious about doing this Linux thing, great, but they better create their own distro if they're serious about it, because ooh. of, like... And that got me thinking, let, let me find the post... Um, he says, he says, here's a post about why running Linux for desktops has been a masochistic exercise thus far. 
We all hope Valve makes their own official distro for games, or at least crowns one distro the king, so we can finally have some stability and compatibility. Why can't I get a goddamn Flash player to work with sound on Ubuntu? It's 2012. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is a good point. It's like it's like the whole the mm-hmm. whole reason why Windows works for gaming and why Mac still kind of works for gaming, although it's not popular, it still can work as a platform. Is this that is only one unified. of them. Yeah, it's all unified. <laughs> and that's not to discourage like people who futz around with Linux from like creating their own distros, but you know what that does is just it, it makes it harder for someone who wants to play games to do it right. It's already fucking hard enough with Windows because like the OS is the same but configurations aren't. So like yeah, it's already but, hard enough. Yeah. But the thing is you, that's where DirectX comes into play and you just translate out Right. So, no, no, no. You're you're right, but like it's like sometimes you still get issues with um. Oh, I'm getting this weird crash bug on Deus Ex, mm-hmm. and I ask you about it, and you're like, "Nope, never had it." And then someone says, "Oh, run a DX Diag." Okay. Uh, what what's your video card? How much RAM do you have? Are you using AMD or Intel? What kind of core is it? Is it quad core? Is it dual core? Okay, what kind of RAM are you on? Are you still on DDR2? What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, DDR3. <laughs> um, how much how how much video memory does your graphics card have? Um, what manufacturer does your graphics card come from? You know all this different shit that even though Direct DirectX is supposed to you know act as that API that that you know it is the API that like helps you avoid that stuff, you still get it. Yeah. And so imagine that fragmented to the point where it's like, okay, not only am I running different hardware than you, but somebody. F- this Linux distro is completely forked in a different way than yours is, so I don't I don't know you know, um, I don't know, but I'm still interested in in looking into it because what if the world ends and that happens? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess well, I should title this episode "Paranoid" because that's all it is. <laughs> it's just me being paranoid. It it makes no sense. Uh, being silly, I should just get a Windows Seven laptop and 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 like be done with it. But go ahead, sorry. Oh, you could get a Windows Seven laptop, right? Yeah, that had like one. I think the Acer one has like a get this Windows Seven laptop and get Windows Eight for fifteen bucks or some crap like that, and you'll get the access to Windows Eight. Once you get your Windows Seven laptop, you uh, repartition and prepare for Windows Eight. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, and then when Windows Eight comes in, you'll have an option. But here's or you can here's the thing. Here's the here's the secret thing that is giving me a tech boner. Laptops, laptops with touchscreens are viable again because of Windows because of 8. Windows Eight. Yes, and I want one. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me about uh, like we were having a short discussion about tablet PCs, and I brought up that that PC that the the enterprise laptop that nobody ever sees on uh, regular. Yeah, right, 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 right. Here's here's the thing. Okay, so like. You know, I went ape shit when I was looking at the Asus Transformer TF700, which is a which is an Android tablet, a 10 inch Android tablet, 19 by 1200. Okay, so so better than full HD, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made by Asus. Asus, by all rights, is one of the best uh, OEMs out there. I would say, like yeah, Acer, Acer is okay. Acer is not that great, but you know, I, I'm satisfied with their stuff. But they're not that great. Mm-hmm. Asus is 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 probably one of the best out there, and. They, they they were the ones who built the Nexus 7 for Google. Yep. And then I was surprised by that because when I was looking it up, it said 
Asus Nexus 7. And I said, what? No, it's a Google. Oh, it's built by Asus. You, you I want it even more now. Yeah, you would suspect that they would go with Samsung, but no, they, they went with Asus. But I mean, they still went with Samsung for the phone, but it's not the here. Yeah, there. they did. Um, and, and and then, like, so so back to the Transform <laughs> TF700. That thing come that doesn't come with, I'm sorry, but that comes with a... I said comes with again. What's wrong with me? <laughs> that thing has available for it a separate keyboard dock. A, a full-fledged mm. keyboard dock, not like a like a weenie one, but like a full-fledged one that you you snap it in in landscape mode, and it becomes like a laptop. And the biggest problem with that is is that now I have an Android laptop, not a Windows laptop. True. And, as and that's much, the thing. Like you want a Windows laptop like that. Yeah, exactly. As much as I love Android, and and by all rights, if it were up to me, I would be running Andro- an Android esque OS on a desktop. Mm-hmm. Which is basically Linux. Mm-hmm. Again, it comes down to the fact that a, you know, I'm not going to get that much gaming support on it, and b, not only gaming support, but like other stuff that I already own that runs on Windows. I have to get a new version, uh, you know, Photoshop, all the all the Adobe stuff that I have. Um, yeah, now I'm just I've I've learned to find alternatives. Like I'm using GIMP. Yeah, which is also available on Linux, and, 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 and know, it does pretty the, much everything. Yeah, all the Linux heads on, on 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 listening to this would probably tell me the same thing as you're telling me, and I, you'd be right. You you guys would absolutely be right. It's it, it's a psychological thing more than anything else, I guess. Oh, certainly. Wait, so 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 are you? I forget. Are you dual booting into Linux, or is just your laptop Linux and your desktop is? Oh, uh, the old laptop has Linux, but what okay. I plan on doing. Because that old laptop is a seller on it, and no matter what you put on that shit, it's just gonna be slow as hell. <laughs> unless I was just just to use a terminal, which of course, as a single user, a terminal is absolutely useless, um, and I don't do anything really but play games, which is why I have a fucking mini ITX Atom computer that I don't use. Oh shit! Because I, I what I wanted to do originally was kind of like try and um, uh set it up as a Linux server mm. and practice uh, databasing and stuff like that. But I don't really have a place to put it and then I have to connect to the network because it doesn't have wireless and uh, have to interface with it. I think it still has free BSD on it too, which is, you know, like I, I got to pull it out of the box and fool with it. But at the same time, like I wanted to create a multi-user environment, but there is really no mock multi-user environment that I could benefit from as a single user. So what I want to do is like get a laptop, maybe like Christmas, a, a good laptop, and dual boot or maybe even just single boot, go into Ubuntu and then use Wine. Mm. And maybe Wine into XP as opposed to Windows 7 because I don't know how... It would probably run better. Yeah, it would probably run much better. Yeah. And then I can run Windows games through Wine... In Ubuntu, which sounds like fucking Inception. <laughs> which, well, well, to be fair, that's what most people do. I bet. Oh yeah, yeah. Most people who are are like playing Macs. Yeah, and they use the, yeah, they Linux. Use they use Wine and they play games through Wine. And now, the, what's funny is that there was a recently a problem where like Diablo was um, marking people as like ha- not hackers, but. Um, like pirating the game, I think. Yeah, almost. because of okay. Because they 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 tagged Wine as an emulator, but Wine is not an emulator. That's what it stands for. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> very good point. Uh, 
So I, I think they fixed that though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know what I want to do, but it's like I, I, I feel like I'm doing this at the wrong time. But I also feel like the longer I wait, the less inclined I'm going to be. A, the less inclined I'm going to be to sell this. B, even mm-hmm. if I do end up selling this, like every every week that I wait, the value of it goes down. True. I think. Oh, I'm not well, really sure. Theoretically, it does. Theoretically, it should. Mm-hmm. Um. So, which reminds me, let me refresh the page and see where we are. Where is my thing? Where? Where? <laughs> We're at 48 minutes left, 13 watchers. Um, so by the time we finish this podcast, that auction will be over. Yeah, no one's no still, still no one's bid. Part of me is, part of me is glad. I gotta tell you, part of me is glad. Because you don't want to go through the shit? Huh? Because you don't want to go through the shit? Yeah, partially, like, I, 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 I'm very bad at parting with my tech that, well, okay, so the three, so, so, so I think before the podcast began, I told you this. I don't think I told you this on the podcast, but I got the 3DS XL, which is so much better. Like, you and I scoffed about it when it first, you know, was announced, and then, like, I re- once I looked at it and I started playing Final Fantasy Theater them on it, I remembered why I like the 3DS, uh, why I like the DSi XL so much better than my regular DS Lite. It's just so much easier on the eyes to just look at and play. Anyway, so I got that, but I got it before I had sold back my regular 3DS. So right then and there, I was already like, all right, well, I have this new thing. I don't need the old one anymore, right? This laptop, though, because I'm in uncertain territory, I don't know what I want. There are touchscreen laptops coming out, um, and there are tablet hybrid laptops coming out and all this stuff. Like, I'd be selling it now, and then... I'd either be stuck with buying a laptop now and then getting remorse when the new shit comes out or stuck without a laptop until the new shit comes out and then, like, getting tempted into paying, like, a huge premium. Mm. Which, you know, I, I, I will fool myself into doing sometimes. <laughs> um, so, like, that, there's, that's the difference there is that I don't have anything to replace it and it's just like, like oh, I've, you know, I've done... So I, I feel like a, a portable console is different because it's there and you can't do anything to it. But a tablet, a phone, a laptop—you you put yourself, you put a bit of yourself into it, right? Like my mm. phone, you know, I've had so many misadventures with flashing it and putting custom ROMs on it and like almost breaking it and all that stuff like that. Same thing with my tablet, you know, my my laptop, like my hard drive died, and so instead of going to Acer because they were charging me forty-five dollars for shipping and repair, you know, like I bought my own and I did it myself. And then, like, I did all my, um, I, I did all my flashing on it because that's where I put all the custom ROMs for my phone. And you know, I did stuff with it that you know made it my, own. you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's it's more yeah. it, it, from a from a geek perspective, you put more of yourself into that than you do a console. I think, personally, this is me. And so it's very hard for me to part with it. And it's it's open. And it's looking at me, and it's all shiny, and it's got a it's got got a 1080p screen, and it's got a freaking Blu-ray player. Like, that was perfect for me when I bought it. And just because, like, just because it's too big for me now doesn't mean that it, like, isn't a good thing to keep. I don't know. Like, oh, the one last thing that makes me nostalgic about it is that when my computer died, I almost didn't miss a beat because that screen was so big. I just propped it up where my second monitor is now. I just propped it and up. And you just use it. Hooked it yeah, up. Yeah, let hooked me just go up, into this. Hooked it up to my other monitor. And I, I was at dual screens again, and I had a just as a, power, a just as powerful machine. Well, no, not just as powerful for gaming, but almost as powerful for everything else. Um, 
So like it, it, it's it's that kind of weird, uh, illogical, irrational, sentimental value that it plays towards it. Like sometimes when I would eBay my old video cards, I would be like, "Man, I don't want to get rid of you, but <laughs> it makes I am not using you. It makes no sense to keep you." Um, forty-eight minutes. What is it now? I, I think I spewed about three minutes worth of time. Yeah, now we're at forty-four minutes. Still nobody bid on it. I don't know. Here's the thing: is that what I feel like what what I feel like might happen is it'll go by without a hitch, and I won't sell it, and then Black Friday will come around, and all these weird new world laptops will be selling for X amount of dollars, and I'll get a good deal on one, kind of like I got a good deal on this one. No, like I got a good deal on my monitor, and I I I will be able to get that one, and then maybe sell this one for cash back, and 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 it'll be fine. Uh, the alternative is I sell this one for whatever I sell for now, and I, everything that what I just told you a few minutes ago will happen. I, I, I get I get antsy. Something comes out. It'll be too expensive. I'll be like, I'll look for compromises. I'll end up getting a Windows 7 one. It won't have a touchscreen, but it'll, it'll look nice because it's Samsung and all this shit. And then, like, a touchscreen one will come out, and then you'll get it for Christmas, and I'll be like, <laughs> I should have waited for that. Christmas is a good time to get shit. God, I don't, I don't know. I don't. Uh, maybe I should just end it now. Ending an auction is is not is not a good look. That's the thing. Wait, well, it's only forty something minutes. Is, the, is there a bid? No, but part of me also wants the money. <laughs> I don't know. I also no. Wait, wait. What this, I'm saying is, why end the auction if there's no bid? You might as well just wait. End it so that I don't sell it and I keep it. <laughs> but how will you sell it if it ends and there's no bids? Because there might be a bid in like the last ten minutes. You know how these things work. You know how eBay is. I do, but see, I had a watcher on my uh, Final Fantasy four, and that shit ended. And I have a watcher again, and I have a feeling that it's just gonna end tomorrow. And yeah. no and that, that happens to me with a lot of stuff. But this is a this is well, this is like a a a, a good device, and it's it has thirteen watchers. Mm. Most of the stuff that well, I no bids, no bids, yeah. Ah, but see, with my DS, or my 3DS yesterday, okay, it had no bids until maybe half a day left, and then there was one bid. And that bid, that one bid stayed there with, like, what, maybe five, six watchers? That one bid stayed there until the last 15 minutes when it went from 84 to 85 to 86 to 87 to 88 to 89. And then at the last 10 seconds, the, the final bidder swooped in and got it at 90. So, like, you never know. Like, some, I don't know. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, uh, it, it's it's really intriguing. Like, if you – August 30th, which is two days ago, was IFA or IFA or however you want to pronounce it in Germany. I don't know what that stands for. The but, IFA? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, but, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, the, I don't know what the acronym stands for. And nah, International fucking Fuck them all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> International farting anuses. But yeah, so like all the devices were coming out. They were taught like HP was unleashing its line of like newfangled shit. Like they had they had a Windows 8 touchpad. They had a Windows 8 touchpad that docked into a keyboard. They had a Windows 8 laptop that had a touchscreen on it. And then they said, oh, also available with discrete AMD graphics. And that's what that's when I was like, oh. <gasps> Um, mm. it's just stuff like that, you know, all these shows come out and it's like, well, 
I'm kind of in the market for a smaller one now because I just I'm at a point where I'm not carrying my laptop around anymore just because of its size, and I want to be able to carry it around. But I want it now. But you're not coming out for another month or however long, and I don't know how much you cost. So what am I going to do? Um, and I really don't know. I, I I'd wait. You're right. I should wait. I should end this auction and I should wait. Don't end it. Just wait forty minutes. I'm <laughs> telling you. Three watchers, thirteen watchers, and no bids. Yeah, I. You never know. Yes, that's true. But I'm working on good faith here that that auction's gonna end. Well, here's the People thing: people are gonna be skittish. Here's the thing: if like, if somehow like, if somehow there's like a great bidding war and it shoots up to like, it's not going to happen. But if like it were to five, sh- the last five minutes, it if just it, fucking goes batshit crazy. Well, what I, what I was gonna say is, if it shoots up to something in, insane, like eight hundred dollars or nine hundred dollars, then I would do it. What's your reserve? Six fifty. Oh wow! And I, I put it that way when I was having second thoughts because I knew that that was kind of a lot. Um, yeah, because somebody could bid a fucking dollar. Yeah. <laughs> um. But like. Originally, when I was looking it up on eBay, when I was looking at the completed listings of how much a similar laptop went for, it went for six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what the exact specs were. I can't remember if like the chip was an i five instead of an i seven, or if it was like four gigs of RAM. Because here's the thing: is that I put in a new hard drive and I put in my own extra RAM. Mm, I don't know how much that, that counts. the price bit. Yeah. Here's the thing: is that like RAM really costs like how much money? 15 bucks. And, like, I saw, bucks. like, the different. Sometimes I see differences in models um, of laptops. Uh, almost, almost, if not more than $100 of difference because of an extra stick of RAM. Well, that's markup. Right, the markup for that. But I'm just, like, like from, from a perspective of I would rather just buy it and add my own in instead of go up a model, you know? I and, completely agree. So I'm wondering, like, if I'm selling this thing on eBay, like, they'll see that extra RAM, they're like, big deal. You probably paid $30 for that. Big deal. So I don't know. Who knows? Refresh. Oh, I got a bid for $900. i am kidding. No, I, I just wish. Oh, I was about to say, <laughs> holy shit! Holy shit! <laughs> if I got a bid for 900 I would probably message the person right now and be like, do you want it now <laughs> for $900? <laughs> um, but what have you been playing? We haven't got uh, What have you been playing? Games. Um, I've been playing some shit. Uh, last night I played some Darkstalkers. Darkstalkers. I was about to say Dark Walkers for some odd ass reason. Maybe it's the rum and coke, but um, <laughs> I am currently in the middle, like five hours into the game, mm-hmm. and uh, I was gonna play Walking Dead, but I was just too tired. I felt that that was too slow for too slow paced. For mm. me at the to, moment. To like stay awake and. Yeah, and I played Darkstalkers for like a good two hours. Just beating the shit out of shit. <laughs> Beat the shit <laughs> and, uh, I have a couple of gripes that probably, um, would extend if I had a console version. But I, there's just two things I really don't like in this game. And they both are associated with the same thing. Uh huh. One of them is the flight. There was a flight section where you had to ride a griffin uh-huh. and you had to kill shit. And then <clears throat> this part that I was just in now, you get a gun 
um like one of the angels they have a gun you kill the angel and you take his gun called the redemption Mm -hmm. and uh you have to aim on both of those things with the right analog and uh you move with the left analog which would be fine except i hate games that have uh action sequences third person yeah and then aiming sequences which are seemingly third person but they're really first person and my point of view uh the way that i enact interact with the camera of a third person is different with the way i interact with the first person point oh of view. i see okay so if there is only one inversion i get fucked up and it kills my right. gameplay but there are some games that have a first person invert and a third person invert right if it's a third right. person game and those and games work that. Um, <clears throat> this doesn't have that. And so in the Griffin level, I was just completely like, I was letting shit pass by because I couldn't shoot it. Right. And, um, it, it, it was really more of a chore than anything that could be enjoyable for me. Uh, when I got the redemption, I died quite a few times because there were enemies that I really needed to tactically, like, for a tactical advantage, I needed to use the, the redemption. But I couldn't effectively use it because, A, the sensitivity was too low, so I should fix that. And then I had to constantly remember, oh, I'm pressing right on the analog stick to go left. So, um, you know, if I'm using the camera, I would normally use the right on the analog stick to move the camera itself to the right so the view would go to the left. Right. Whereas when using the redemption, I'm moving the reticle, and I want it to move to the right if I move the fucking stick to the Cause, right. Because you invert the horizontal axis, too. Um, actually, I do not invert the horizontal or, axis. I, mean, I, I mean, invert the vertical. But in oh. this game, the horizontal axis was already vertical. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, I normally would if, if the default was left is left, right is right on right. camera. But when it comes to a reticle on the screen, I want that shit to move the way that I'm looking. Right. <laughs> and it doesn't do that. It does the opposite vertically oh. and horizontally because I can't, I'm not going to go and every time I pray for redemption, pause the game, go into the settings and switch all the shit. And then when I decide I want to drop the redemption, go into the menu and change the settings again is not, I'm not going to do that. So, um, I wound up going through most of that part without the redemption, and it was just a lot more difficult, but I had to ignore a lot of shit, and then I had to kind of change my tactic. There was a, a, a chest that had life, and I had to wait to get that until I was really, really, really low, because when I had gotten it after the original first fight, I wasn't really that low, but then I realized, oh shit, I'm really wasting a chance to finish this level because i would get really far and then die and i have to go all the way back to before i got the redemption it was annoying uh you know but I, other I, than I will that, say i, I will really say the game real quick on uh, on the whole like left right thing for mm-hmm. some reason adjusting to horizontal inversion doesn't bother me after like 30 seconds i don't know why i cannot i cannot play a game without inverting vertically but like i think i was it beyond good and evil or something else. One of those games or something like that had like an inverted camera horizontally and I had to like think about it for a second. And then I was fine. I think vert- vertical is a lot harder to deal with than horizontal. Um, depending on your mindset. Like I can ordinarily deal with um, 
if something cannot be inverted, I will take the time to adjust myself to it. Right. Um, vertical is ridiculous. I, if if you don't support vertical inversion, then I'm not playing your game because I can't play your game. Yeah, pretty much. And I know we sound like weirdos to like a lot of people out there. I I don't know why. I don't know how I like fell into vertical invert and then like just being able to do that. It means you can fly a plane. It does. I should. I should fly a plane right now. I'll be right back. Yeah, go fly a plane. <laughs> and if you don't hear, yeah. okay, I'm back from flying a plane. If you don't hear back from me, look in the river. <laughs> that's where I'll be. I'll be dead. I'll be like, ah, I can't fly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Continue. Um, well, I have also been playing a little bit of Pokemon Conquest. I'm really trying to get out of this like mindset that I'm always in, like trying to hundred percent like everything. Pokemon Quest. Um, and and gain levels and just you know being that this is Pokemon, the Pokemon can evolve and shit. And I'm trying to evolve certain Pokemon so that I can <clears throat> uh, make certain fights easier. And honestly, it's uh, it's a waste of time, I think, because the main story of the game is a particular length, and then there's more, I believe, to the game. Like there's downloadable episodes and shit like that. And I think that once you finish the main game, then it opens up to you, and then you can access like stronger Pokemon and it, things like that. This is a DS so, game, right? Yes, it is. Wow, down- and I I, yeah. I had to ask you that because of the downloadable thing. Like, I, I it, that completely blew my mind because I didn't think that it supported that, or I didn't think that DS games supported that. Unless, oh they, well, it's do they have in, like a sticker? Software. Well, I mean, do they have like a sticker um, on the box that says like, oh, like downloadable is only for DSI? Uh, well, it's not a DSI thing. It's, it's, it's in the software. It's basically, uh, a wireless play. You know, this has been available for DS games, mainly Pokemon. Like, uh, you connect to Wi-Fi connection, and then you get whatever you get. It's free. Oh, it, it saves so, it in memory? In the DS memory? Yeah. Does it, so it doesn't save it to the cart. It just saves it to the No, no, no. It saves it to the cart. Oh, it, oh, okay, okay, okay. That, now that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, all that stuff is probably already on the cart, but Mm. they're unlocking it, you know, through quote unquote downloadable episodes. Right. That, that thing that a lot of people like to complain about. Hmm? That thing that a lot of people like to complain about. Well, yeah, people complain about it because it, uh, it seems because they have to pay for it. Yeah. And, you know, for, for this particular thing, you don't have to pay for it. So I think it's perfectly fine. You know, I'm I'm uh, kind of torn on that, right? Because mm. on the one hand, yeah, it's a little devious because f- from a physical standpoint, it's there, and you know what I mean. But at the same time, like when we download trial software from the internet, and then we pay for a code to unlock it, we don't download additional bytes. It's just nope. unlocking that software. So I don't I don't know how how much of a difference is it. I, I I honestly I honestly don't know. I like I don't know where I where where I land on that just because it it does seem devious but hmm. we're used to Well, it I too. think that the difference between something that has a a function that is other than entertainment and something that's that doesn't serve a purpose that's already served other places like for example a st- a book like you buy a book, you don't buy the first three chapters of a book, and then you gotta pay for the last chapter of the book. And all of a sudden, the pages like unglue from each other. Yeah, <laughs> you can read the rest of the book. Um, but you know, for a video game to do something like that, that's atrocious. Right. 
so, but I think for a piece of software where, oh, oh, you buy a screwdriver and the fucking screwdriver, you don't buy a screwdriver. You, you get a screwdriver from a store for free, but it doesn't actually have the tip that you use to screw the screws, drive the screws into right. the wall. It's just the chassis. And you have to pay for that. Yeah. Then, you know, I, I guess that there's a point to that. Somewhat. You can't actually use the screwdriver. You can see what it looks like and you can kind of see, oh, well, yeah, this looks like it'll fit. So I guess I'll buy the bit and right. connect that in there. Um, but let's see. Other than Pokemon Conquest, I've been playing Sigma Star Saga and. I need to pick that up again, man. Um, I played like one puzzle and pushmo and I played Mighty Switch Force and made it to incident number 10. Mighty Switch Force! How are you finding uh, that? It, it's fun and, you know, I play it for like 20 minutes and I'm done and it just serves its purpose very, very well. Yeah. I need to play it more because it seems like it's a very short game, other than the fact that you know getting par is tough yeah. once you get past level three. But the n- amount of levels doesn't seem to be very abundant. Is that yeah, true? Sixteen. Oh, that's not bad. Because I, I was hoping for shorter than longer. Oh, okay. Um, even with the 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 bonus levels, at sixteen or is it? Oh, the bonus levels are are after that, so it's sixteen. Okay, plus. so once you do the sixteen, yeah. then it opens the rest. Yeah. Okay, because I was wondering if I got gypped somehow. I I mean, now the game comes with the you know the update already in it, so it's not like I had to download Mighty Switch Force and then download the update for it because I right. bought it after the update came out. But anyway, um, I don't really think I've been playing anything else because, well, other than the fact that I played the shit out of Final Fantasy 1 and 2, uh, I beat Final Fantasy 2, and then I beat The Soul of Rebirth, um, which is a really cool tie-in, kind of after-the-fact tie-in to Final Fantasy 2. Uh, it doesn't really explain anything, but it's Fills in really nice to, to see. It doesn't really fill in any blanks either. I mean, basically, what it does is it follows the story of several people that die in the middle of uh, Final Fantasy II. Oh, right, right, right. And it, it basically um, tells the story of them in the afterlife. And it's really tough. Oh, so it's especially... lost. <laughs> what do you mean lost? Sorry, I fucking, that fucking showed pissed me off at the, at the last season. For, oh, oh. Yeah, disregard. I, I don't know anything disregard. about Disregard. Yeah, and I, I probably don't plan on watching it because of all the shit that I've heard about it. And that it's like, what, nine seasons or something like that? Six. Six? Six, yeah. and the and the last half of that show are much shorter. Because, like, the, the season four is like maybe ten, twelve episodes. Oh, okay. Um, um, stuff like that. Anyhow. It's shorter. Um, the way I played it, because I didn't think about it... <laughs> I thought that the Solar Rebirth was actually going to be kind of like a, a fleshy game, like you know, a game that was going to start you off in a town and you can equip the guys and you can go on. No, this shit. Nah, I'm just going to tell you this: if you, if you do plan on playing Soul of Dawn of Souls version of I do. Final Fantasy Two, yeah, I do. Um, there are five people, four. Sorry, there are five, but the the only four in the game are the ones that join your party. One of them doesn't, but the other three do. Okay. Uh, they die in the middle of the game. When you get them in Solo Rebirth, they have what you gave them, or what they were equipped with when they die. They die. So, sometimes I made it a point of 
on equipping characters. Oh, I'm God. Like, oh, fuck, you ain't taking my shit. You know how we usually do when yeah. motherfuckers leave. Gal leave the party. You don't take his shit before he leave. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, boy, if you can't do that anymore. I did that with some of the characters, and then some of the other characters, like, I read on, on a fact, oh, equip this person with the best shit in your party because he's going to leave. And I'm like, why would I do that? Like, that why? just sounds like it's a joke. And then I realized, well, yeah, if you do equip him with the best shit, then it makes Soul Rebirth easier. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Soul Rebirth was really difficult for me in the beginning because of that. Oh, okay. Uh, but then it because they jump, they dump you in a dungeon in the beginning, oh. and you have to go through the dungeon, and you gather all the rest of the characters. So you start with one guy, and then you get the second oh, guy, God. and then you get the third guy and the fourth guy, and it, f- until you get the fourth guy, it's like, oh my God, I'm gonna fucking die every fight because you don't get XP as a result of fighting. You get skills based on how you what you did in the fight so a lot of times you're getting into a fight and uh if your your skills are pretty good then uh you're not gonna really get anything and if you try and spend time hurting yourself there's a chance you might die right and like there were quite a few times that i did die in uh before i got all four characters and before i really started to to grind levels i spent a good time grinding like abilities and stuff like that about how long and, was it all told? Well, it was only two dungeons. Oh, and okay. If you were really prepared for it, it could probably be like three hours. Okay. Um, because the dungeons are familiar, uh, in one way or another, because they're dungeons that are pulled from the main the game. game? Okay. But the thing is, there are slight changes to the dungeons, and um, once you get to the end, it's really cool the way the story kind of folds out, and you find out some things. Um. You know, related to what you had just finished. And then it gives you the same ending as the, uh, not the same ending, but like the credits, everything roll the same as Final Fantasy 2 did. And you can save the data so you could either start it over or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so I did that. And I played Final Fantasy 1 with, uh, I did some speedruns. Well, I did a speedrun. Cause after I beat it with the single red mage, I played Final Fantasy 1 straight through single red mage. All the other believe, three characters I, dead throughout the whole game. I cannot believe you fucking got, got that far and did that. I, Honestly, wow. for Dawn of Souls, Dawn of Souls is, is easy mode. Oh, okay. There's no like classic hard mode or whatever. Now, doing it on Nintendo would be a different thing because A, you're capped at level yes. 50. B, the, the shit is expensive, but at the same time, that would the be enemies madness. are tougher sometimes. But... Once I got past the main bump that pretty much is in the NES game, the the Elfheim going into the Marsh Cave, once you pass Marsh Cave, the game is just easy from there on. Yeah. Once you get to the to the um to Melman that you start doing the four fiends, it gets progressively easier as opposed to progressively harder. Huh. Especially since you only have one character and you get full XP from everything. Like I I think I was was that level ninety nine? No, I think I, I was maybe like level 87, but I was having trouble trying to find my way at the end of the game, like through the dungeons. And I could have easily been level 99 because the the fights were easy and I was getting massive XP. I was getting a level like every three fights. You beating fools over the head with a hammer? No, no, no. I was playing with a red mage. I had like... Oh, red mage. I had, yeah. I thought I had, I, I, for some reason I heard white. 
No, I wouldn't. That's try. I why wouldn't I was dare like, try what? with a single white mage. Okay, red mage, I could understand a little more. Yeah, see, red mage is, is is rather easy because you get the abilities of a warrior and you get some magic and stuff like that, and the armor that you wear, you don't wear all that expensive armor that the the warrior gets later on, so you don't have to worry about saving your money. Yeah, and then you wind up getting one weapon for like half of the game. And then once you finally upgrade that weapon, then the game gets like totally easy. And then you get to equip the Masamune at the end of the game, which is the strongest weapon in the game. Right. And, um, you know, once you get the protect ring and once you get the ribbon, you're unstoppable. Mm. <laughs> because the one thing that can really kill you in this game, and this was my main problem, was stun. And, you you fight undeads and they'll stun you and they'll just kill you because you oh, can't get out of stun. Get, yeah, uh, it takes you like six seven turns to get out of stun, and by the time six seven turns, you got four or five guys hitting you for like six. <laughs> Honestly, like they're really hitting you for six to ten, and they're really whittling down your HP. And you sit there and you wait, and you're like, maybe this turn I'll get out of stun. Maybe this turn I'll get out. And of And then stun. they stun then, you again. Well, no, 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 no. That's that's something completely different. That's Final Fantasy Four after years. Yes, it is. That's the thing. Like, oh, and then there's this one thing. You know the 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 eyes in the sea when you're on a boat, and sometimes you fight sea hags, and then sometimes oh. you're fighting big eyes, and yeah. all the big eyes do is gaze at you. Oh, and gaze is like a ninety five percent stun. You're sitting there. And say you just fight in two, uh, two of them is even worse because they both just gaze you. And that's every turn, gaze, 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 gaze. And you have to wait and get lucky. If you didn't just save before the fight, you have to wait while they gaze you over and over again. Yeah. And then if you get out of, if you get out of stun and then they both do gaze, one will miss and one will hit. And you're like, fuck. It's like you have to save every, like, every 10 seconds you have to, like, save your game. Yeah, until you get the ribbon, or until you're high enough level that get, yeah. that stun will miss you a lot, but it takes a lot before you get to that point. So, that was the only problem that I had playing single red mage, was stun. Uh, then I played single, uh, default party, not single. I played default party, warrior, thief, white mage, black mage. And I wanted to just do a speedrun. Since I just went through the game, I knew everything that I had to do in order to finish the game as fast as possible. And... I beat the game in what seven hours. Um, it was rather easy. It, th- th- that was the other thing about it. It was like, okay, um, I'm trying to get as few levels as possible, but I'm trying to reach a minimum level to get into a certain place so that I don't die. And so I was kind of figuring, okay, well, I need to be like level twenty to get into the marsh cave, and I need to be like level twenty-five to get to lich. And then from there on, I'm just gonna go and do everything I did with my red mage. Get I I got my class change right after lich. Um, how hard is that? Is the ice cave? Uh, ice cave is cake. When you're that low of okay, because like it's, that, it's, that has it's always been my concern. Souls. Because it's like, yeah, you can get it earlier, but is it difficult? the only thing that's a really that that's an issue in the ice cave is uh, when those um, uh, what are they called pyrolisks They hit you and they'll they'll stone you. Okay. It, it is, they don't have a move that stones you. They hit you, and then you get stoned. Right. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. But, so stoned, you know, dude. that's a matter of having enough money to buy gold needles. So stoned. Uh, and the evil eye is a piece of cake. Uh, which, if you were deciding to play, like, a single character, 
uh, Evil Eye is a very good source of XP for one person. Oh, okay. But for like four people, you kill the Evil Eye in like two hits. <laughs> and then you just move on, you get your Lever Stone, and then you go get the airship, and then you go get your, uh, go on, get your Tower of Ordeals. Go, uh, Castle of Ordeals. Do Castle of Ordeals, then get your class change, and then boom, head over to, uh, Marilith. And when I played with Red Mage, I did, um, Kraken, and then Marilith, and then, uh, Oh, you can do that out of order? Yeah. Cause, um, once you get the airship, you go anywhere. Oh, that's right. So, once you get the airship, you can go to the caravan and buy the bottle fairy, and then release her. She'll give you the oxy ale, and then you go to Umrak, and you go into the, the, the sunken temple. And I was looking for the Rosetta Stone, but I wound up finding Kraken before I found the Rosetta Stone. So I'm like, huh. fuck it, I'll kill him now. And then once you get the Rosetta Stone, then you can go into, uh, Lufenia and get the, Chime so you can get into the tower and fight Tiamat in the sky. Uh, yeah, so basically, I just told you how to beat Final Fantasy. <laughs> and, uh, Sigma Star Saga, I'm on chapter four, which, uh, I found out there's six chapters in the game. So I'm, oh, so you almost uh, two thirds of the way through there. the game. And, uh, it's pretty interesting. It's, it's, it's definitely like the story and everything is, it's gotten me a little bit more into the game. And, um, some of the abilities I've gotten have allowed me to get through some things I found tedious. Like, I'm starting to find the random battles a little bit tedious. Like, I like side-scrolling shooters and everything. It's, and but it's not as interesting as you would want it to be. Yeah. And then there's points where, like, you would think, okay, I'm going through a side-scrolling shooter, and the more enemies they throw at me, the more fun I'm going to have. But then you get this point where, oh, they you have to kill 99 enemies? I gotta kill 99 enemies. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get all this XP, I'm gonna gain levels so that killing 99 enemies is actually faster. But one of the um, power-ups that you get is an ability to drop the counter by two every time you kill an enemy. So 99 enemies actually turns into like, what, 45? Right. Or like, 48 enemies? And, not even 48, I, I don't know. Um... But that is, is is very good because now, oh, I can blow through levels. If I don't really need to worry about getting the XP in a level um, or if I don't, if they're really, really strong and I need to just kind of get through this as quick as possible without dying, then I can just throw the times two on to my power. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, my perfect situation is uh, the the triple cannon, so it's diagonally up straight and diagonally down and then the triple laser so it's a triple laser triple cannon i get maximum in my point of view so far maximum coverage and then i have the times two so i don't have to worry about what i used to have to worry about it's like oh man i can't get to this enemy i can't get to that enemy or it's taking 20 shots um it's it's pretty pretty good going through the space levels now and the story is unfolding i'm trying to figure out how and when because they said there's multiple endings in the game depending on what you do, but I'm like, I have, haven't had a choice in anything yet. But they start to hint to you, like, oh, this is, you know, be careful what you do. This is like one of the characters said, many lives are at stake depending on what you do. And I'm like, I'm waiting for this time to 
tell me what to do. I want to know, you know, when I'm going to be able to say, I want to do this, I want to do that, because I'm starting to have an opinion about how I want this to go. In the beginning, I'm just like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Who cares? Krill, Earthlings, they can all fucking die as far as I'm concerned. But now, I'm a little bit more concerned about where the story's going. 11 minutes, no bids. Stay this oh, way. Oh, shit. Please stay this way. Dramatic. Please stay this way. Um, so, I do believe that I have finished the spectrum of what I've been playing. I really, 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 really want to play New Super Mario Brothers 2. Really? I really want to buy do it. Do you really? But it's not really, really. Really? It, do you really? It's not really in my budget, so I haven't bought it really? yet. I wa- really? Um. I want to get the downloadable version so I get the 100 coins off of Club Nintendo. Mm. So, um, I'm, I'm waiting till my next paycheck, which is this, this week, and hopefully I'll have some extra money and I'll go buy it, but I really want to play New Super Mario Brothers 1. Or The Last Story. Bide my time. Uh, oh, yeah, The Last Story. I can't forget about that. Um, so I'll get Last Story eventually before it <laughs> goes up in price i'm sure of that uh i bought uh because i i went to gamestop thursday primarily to buy this game and also to renew my power rewards because i'm an idiot and on top of that um you know, I do kind of go to GameStop for certain things here and there, and Power will benefit me. Like, for example, it did benefit me for the game that I bought. I bought Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Oh. Used for PlayStation 3. Uh, you know, based on Eduardo telling me that the, the game was pretty good, and it's a good, like, you know, reboot of Castlevania. Um, better than the first one that came out. Was it, um, something of something? You know, because now every single Castlevania game is yeah. something of something. Um, so I bought that and I played the the tutorial. Wait, the first one I that came f- out for for Xbox and PS3. I thought that was the first. I thought Lords of Shadow was the first one that came out. Um, there was another one. Maybe it came out for Xbox. And there, PS2. Oh, there was a 2D version. There, there was like a 2D downloadable game that was kind of meh. No, not that. Not that. I'm okay. th- I'm thinking about Xbox and PlayStation Two. Yeah, that that was Lament of Innocence, and then Curse yes, of Darkness. Yes, Lament of Innocence. That game was like yeah. meh. Um, so I played the tutorial of Lords of Shadow, and while I hate the fact that it's in thirty frames per second, I did enjoy the game. So I, I'll get to it sooner or later. And to end everything, I really want to get Final Fantasy thirteen two eventually because now, especially since they've announced that there's uh, an ending. This it's a trilogy. So now there's gonna be a third Final Fantasy thirteen called Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, I saw that. It's coming out next year. And it seems to be it looks like it's gonna be like an action oriented game because it's talking about how lightning can uh she the the outfits that you give her will look different as well as give her different abilities depending on how you play. And she can grab ledges and pull herself up and do other things that seem sort of action gamey. And you can move her on the battlefield, which is something that you've never been able to do, quote unquote, in, uh, Final Fantasy before, which you kinda could do in Final Fantasy 12, but we're not talking about that. Um, what have you been playing? Well, Mr. I, I want to say first, uh, you know mm-hmm. what really annoys me is that, and this is a personal thing, but Final Fantasy 6 is the best game in that fucking series, 
and the only thing that they've done with it is come out with an advanced version. Yet Final Fantasy IV gets a stupid coll- uh, it's not stupid, but it gets this collection <laughs> with some questionable extra content, which I'll get into in a second. With and, and Final Fantasy VII has all these stupid spinoffs, and then Final Fantasy X has Final Fantasy X two with dresses, and then Final Fantasy twelve has some weird sequel that actually wasn't very good apparently for the DS called. Mm. It was Revenant Wings, right? Or something like that. Revenant Wings. And then fucking 13 has 13-2 already, and then they're having this shit. What happened to 6? <laughs> 6 is better than all that shit. Man. There should be... There There really should be uh, an, a, a grand remake all, of 6. All I want, I don't know all I want is, 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 is the FF4 treatment for the DS for 6. That's all, that's all I want. Yeah, I, I think want. that there should be... Even for 3DS... I mean, granted, it, it's a very big project. Because of how deep the game is, in just how many scenarios the game has, uh, compared to Final Fantasy IV, like imagine having to reimagine it in 3D. Too bad but... they got money. They got my money. <laughs> how much money do you spend on Final Fantasy IV? I would so buy that game, even if they released it for forty nine ninety nine. I would. Don't so say buy that it. out loud. Shh. I'm sorry. Shh. I know a lot of people who would buy Final Fantasy VI for fifty bucks. If Square Enix re-released it for 3DS He's in lying. 3D, don't with, charge with the, that much. With with the same soundtrack, just with better instrumentation. He's right. It's, oh man, I would so pay fifty bucks for that game. Do not say <laughs> that out loud. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's how I feel. And they won't do it. See that they out did, loud. They did release the world ends with you for iOS, and yeah. apparently, is it, um, is it is it like a full-on port or is it like a it's a port of i think it's a port of the original but instead of being able to use two people at once because there's not two screens on the ios you only use one person right um but the, it apparently hints to a sequel of the world ends with you in some sort of way uh i i don't know because i don't have an iphone or an ipod touch and i don't plan on having one but it's uncle taco and i did all i did was like look at the headline and i'm like oh thanks for spoiling that shit yeah. for anybody who wants to know but um you know hey i'm I'm just following the leader do you remember if the eShop tells you whether or not you own a game yes okay because i did not realize that wario land well i don't remember whether or not i realized that wario land is on the eShop. Yeah, it came out like um, a couple of weeks ago. I think it came out just before or on the first week of the whole Mario month uh, to celebrate New Super Mario Brothers 2. Okay, because I like Wario Land. And I yeah, know Land's that I would have bought it. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I bought it yet. You would have known because it would say you own it. Okay. like. And also you have a, a list of downloadables, which is... Tied to the fact that when you go to the thing in the eShop, it'll say you already have it. But I'm right at the store page. Okay, so I guess I don't have it. All right. I have to add this credit card number. And sorry, I'm buying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you, Warren. So you've been playing. Um, I So, okay. I mentioned um, After Years, right? I, 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 I beat Zero Miss. I did Final Fantasy Four. I beat that shit again. For, like, the, quite literally must be the 10th time. No, maybe not that much. Some more than three times, I'll say. And for me, that's a lot because it's mm-hmm. me. Um, and I beat that. I did the interlude. I don't know if we spoke about this um, as I was doing it uh, on the podcast. I don't no. know if we. I mean, not on a podcast. Okay, I did the interlude. The interlude is like um, just 
it, it, it happens a year after the conclusion of Final Fantasy IV. And all it does mm. is fill in the gaps between what the After Years starts off with and, and, after, and the, the end of Final Fantasy IV. And mm-hmm. we know that the After Years takes place... But, 18 years For the after. most part, 18 years. And, you know, there, there, there's some areas of the games where there are flashbacks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Which may be like a year or so after, too. Yeah. After... Oh, before you continue. Yes. Um, is the interlude in... Cla- well, first off, is Final Fantasy IV... Oh, no, no. Final Fantasy IV on the complete collection is in new graphics. Yeah, it's in new Korean graphics. And and, and anybody right. who's Korean out there, don't get offended. I'm just saying that because Koreans worked on... Korean artists worked on the Final Fantasy 1 and 2 PSP ports that had all these shiny new graphics, and so everybody started calling them Korean graphics. It's not my fault. Um, right. Anyway. Um, see, in the Wii version of the After Years, they show flashbacks. Uh, I don't know if they do this in the complete collection, but when they show the flashbacks... They in change the, the art. The Wii version, they change the art back to Old. the classic 1992. They do the same thing. They do. Okay. Yeah. They they show but the classic is the interlude Korean art, in classic not the new Korean art. Oh, they oh they they have a they change the art between the After Years and the, the original Final Fantasy IV too. Yeah, the original Final oh, wow. Fantasy IV is basically Korean updates of the SNES version. So it looks it looks modern, but it's like like Cecil's head is in the same pose, and so is Palam, and so is Par- like they didn't totally reinvent everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but then for for interlude they use that same art and then for after years they used yet different art um mm. anyway interlude interlude i after having you know absorbed uh, the majority of after years i find that interlude is unnecessary and actually a little annoying um mm. there is there are a few cool tiebacks between interlude and after years I don't necessarily think that it makes it worth the time spent playing it. It it took maybe about two hours, three hours. Right. Um, I'd rather have put that two to three hours into finishing a chapter in After Years or leveling my characters in After Years. Um, it, it there's a there's a there's a disconnect that happens with Interlude that also happens with After Years, and the more that I have to experience it, the more annoyed I get at it. And this is just me personally, but the fact that and, and how else are they going to do it? I don't know. Maybe it's unfair, <laughs> but the fact that I ended my game with level sixty sixty five characters, you know, four thousand five thousand hit points, all my gear, and then I start off with my after years chapters with some of the same characters, but much older now at a lower level. With shitty gear, that's a little bit, you know, that's a little bit annoying. I can understand that they ha- they 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 can't just stick you in there with like the most powerful shit, and then like you're 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 rampaging over every single enemy in the game because you're so powerful. Or they make the enemies more powerful to match you. And but then, then if that you never made it that high, is impossible. <clears throat> right, that doesn't make sense from a story standpoint. So fine, you know, you want to piss me off that way. Fine, I'll take it. But interlude happens a year after you beat the first game. And you still get knocked down to like what ten or something like that. It, it just it, it's it, <laughs> they really relaxed in that year. Yeah, I guess I guess this got fat, but it's just uh, <laughs> and 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 basically what happens in the game. I'm not going to tell you exactly what happens, but in terms of what transpires, there's nothing. 
the, again, it, it, it's 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 a tie back to kind of what what you experience in um in after years, but it's it's nothing of consequence. It, it just it's so it, you could you could forget it. You could set it and forget it. You you, you don't need to experience it. You know, it's I'm trying to think of a comparison. Let's say uh, let's take Assassin's Creed, for example, mm-hmm. and you wanted to find out. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just pulling this example out of my ass. OK, um, <clears throat> let's say the last Assassin's Creed game. Let's say three is not the last one. I don't know. Let's say let's say like five is the very last one. And it, take, and it takes place in current day where Desmond is now, like, climbing windows and jumping into garbage dumpsters because there's no more haystacks in the modern day. You know? So right, right. Let's say that, that. And, like, they put it no in. No more haystacks. They, they put it in. <laughs> if there were haystacks in the city. <laughs> what the fuck is this doing that here? That would be funny. Um, and let's say that, like, there's an interlude chapter between assassin's creed minus five uh, the one before five or the one before the last one and the and the last one uh, that would be four whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, you never know it could be four brotherhood revelations buffet yeah okay? milk you the never franchise. know and let's say there was an illu chapter there and it was like the only thing that you really discovered in that interlude chapter is like Desmond is born, and then they name him. <laughs> That's it. And, and, and it, one, it took three hours. And, to and, get and to that one, point. one could argue, from what I've heard, that a, the storyline in Assassin's Creed Revelations is more or less on par with that type of insignificant, like who gives a shit mm. type of thing. Brotherhood. With the exception of the wild shit that happens in the end, when they finally bring it all together, mm-hmm. most of what happens to Ezio, like, it, it is kind of like you kind of don't have to really care. I felt that way. I felt that the, the Ezio storyline in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was like I couldn't give more of a shit. I mean, I couldn't get yeah, less. Yeah, it was like, oh, this this stuff like, happened to him. Cool, great. great. It, it's cool that that happened, but I don't care. What really matters what is really what matters at the end. Play. Yeah, and that's why I love that game so much because it was amazing. Now with Final Fantasy, IV, oh yeah, and Interlude, <laughs> that was like okay. The gameplay was Final Fantasy IV. Only mm-hmm. your character's balls were cut off. <laughs> And the story was insignificant. So now you're losing on both fronts, so it's like, who cares? Not that I don't appreciate the fact that they're like, you know what? Why don't we go back and just fill this in for fun? Appreciate that. I, I don't I don't I don't fault them for it, but it's it's unnecessary. Mm. Um now you move on to after years, and you get the same thing with oh, we're gonna cut your character's balls off again. <laughs> I like the banding mechanic, but I find that I don't use it at all. Especially after you said don't worry about them. Oh, what I meant by don't worry about it was don't worry about missing anything because you won't really miss anything. They'll they'll just give it to you as part of the story. No, um, you'll have an opportunity to have the characters available when the characters are available. Okay. I mean, I don't know how far you are. Uh, I, I just started on. the final chapter. Oh, okay. The one that unlocks after so, you beat everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I I would assume that I didn't get that far in the final chapter because it was just too hard. But I assume that you're gonna get, you're you're gonna be of what's going to be available is all the characters from the previous chapters right. according to 
their clear data. So you'd be able to, you know, create bands still, even if, you know, say you get into a, a, a party that... Uh, wait, breaking news, breaking news. My breaking laptop news. did not sell. I'm going to leave it here. Ah, uh, there we go. Told you. Okay, now, Chrono Trigger, are you going to sell? <laughs> I have two <laughs> minutes left on this. No, it's not going to sell. I'm going to realist it yet again. Um, okay, so then the, there's that band. Okay, so that was kind of cool, but, you know, whatever. That's like that's like Chrono Trigger, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, speak, speak of the devil. Um I'm selling it. Um, I do not like the moon thing. <laughs> I think that they just threw that in there to be like, look, we added something. And I'm just like, I don't care. I don't like it. Mm. It, it kind of, I, I don't mind it, but well, it, it kind then of feels there's, there's like, situations where um, it, it, it does exactly the opposite of what it's intended to do, basically. It's that, intended that to a, make you strategize, but in, in effect, what it does is just gimps you. Yeah, there, there's. I, I think that because of the type of game that Final Fantasy is, there is less strategizing on that level. Very true. There is strategy there. I don't deny that. Mm-hmm. But the strategy is more in, you know, choosing, like, choosing which abilities you need to use within that subset of abilities. It's not choosing whether or not to use white magic. It's choosing which white magic do you want to use in that situation. How long is it going to take you to cast it? Because you know, for those who are listening and don't know, um, in after years, the phases of the moon really dictate how whether your fight, or you, whether your attacking is stronger or weaker, whether your white magic is stronger or weaker, whether your black magic is stronger or weaker, or whether or not your special abilities are stronger or weaker. Um, and it doesn't say like so, so. It makes you. It's it's basically like oh you know my my entirely. I'm entirely gimped with white magic, so I probably shouldn't use white magic, or I'll, like I'll just have to, I'll just have to live with the fact that like my cure is going to do half as much. How? Half th- that's not really strategizing. If you're using a white mage, the white mage uses white magic. What else is he or she going to do? You know, hit for like three. Exactly. So it's it. But they try to do their best to have characters to do multiple things. Yeah. Then there's situations where you don't really have a fucking choice. Right. Like that's the thing is that you're not Ridius chapter. It's not like Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, where the law system is similarly kind of. Th- I, I, part of me feels that it's similarly thrown in there and serves no purpose other than to frustrate you. But in practice, I didn't mind it so much because there are so m- there are so many different things to do within a Final Fantasy Tactics game. True. And there's so many different combinations of people that you can use yeah, that are available exactly. to you. It's not like, oh, you got to use someone who who has a, a yeah. dagger and the law says no daggers. Yeah. The only difference is that I do not think that that made the game more intriguing. I actually think that the game would have been better without it. Mm. But I don't I don't have disdain for it as much Understood. as other people do. If, I don't have a disdain for it at all. But, like, yeah, yeah the, the, the moon faces thing is eh. Um, the, the fact that you start off gimped already is, is annoying. And my God, if I have to go through the underground, uh, the, the 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 underground waterway, one more time in this game, like I'm gonna give it. No, you don't have to. I'm gonna give you, it two you've stars. You've already done it. You've you've gone through the underground waterway all the times that you have to. Okay. Now that you're at the end. So for those who don't know, okay. But I will tell you that you will. I. You're, you're gonna have. There's gonna be something else that might make the, you the, call the meteor it two crash stars. Site. No, the media crash site is just unbelievably difficult. Um, I, I don't know how it is in your game, but when I played, 
I that was when I stopped because I'm like, oh, now I gotta go back into every single save game I have and uh and level up my characters. <laughs> um which is what I'm doing now, which is why I'm only on Radius Chapter. But um there's 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 something that I read that I didn't know that spoiled me that I'm not gonna tell you that's just like really Really, really? Okay, fine. So for those who don't know, okay, After Years basically takes Final Fantasy IV and reuses some of their dungeons. Some, not all. And there was a big backlash on Kotaku. Whoever reviewed it was like, I don't like how it reused dungeons. And at first I was just like, it's not that bad. Then, for those of you who have played the game, the dungeon where you meet Tella for the first time in the first game early on, in the first five hours of the game, where you journey with him and then you beat the octopus squid thing, and then you go to Damn Cyan or Damn Cyan or however the fuck you want to pronounce it. That dungeon, which is an underground waterway, which is why it's called an underground waterway, because it's an underground waterway. In After Years, I think I went through it... Oh. Six times. Was it, Is it six? I believe so, because you go through it, what, three times or four times with Edward? Yeah. You go, and then you, you go, go through, through it, it once with Theodore. Yeah. Uh, and you go through it... Palom and Parm. Or Palom Parm. So that's seven. No, six. Five or six. It, it, more, than, more than you should have to go through it. Yeah. And, and then you go through this meteor crash site, which is not in the original game. It's a new dungeon, but it's also a shitty dungeon. Yeah. It's not good. And you go through that thing at least three times. <laughs> and like it, it's, 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 it's frustrating. And then the last thing is that I understand that it's an episodic game. And that, again, how else do you want them to do it? But because it's in each episode, you have very limited access to each part of the game's world. So mm-hmm. if you're an X-person's chapter and you use an airship, it's going to guide the airship to where it's supposed to go. You can't use yep. it freely. You can't, you're basically limited to a very small percentage of the game world in the dungeon because they want to contain the story in there and they don't want you wandering elsewhere, which I understand. Fine. But it's it just... You know, psychologically, when you're playing through it, it just feels so, like, limiting and just, like, I want to do what I want to do and you're not letting me. Um, like, they could have artificially blocked it off with, like, people standing there saying, nope, you can't go in. Um, and they do in oh, some like, cases. Uh, like, with Baron at the beginning? Yeah, yeah. And they, they, they mm. do in some cases, but it's just like... The, the, the strength of After Years for me is in this story, which is slightly disappointing because you know me... Like, I want more than just a story. But, for what yeah. it's worth... And a story is derivative anyway. Yeah. Heavily derivative. Yeah, but I haven't reached the answer. Hi, Isaiah. I haven't reached the answer. <laughs> I don't know how it all comes together. I'm intrigued. Me neither. Um, I like how some of the characters changed and developed from their original. Like, for e- Edward is not a piece of shit. Let's get that out. Yeah. He is not a piece of shit in After Years. I actually like him because he's grown. Um, mm-hmm. What about Edge? I still think he's annoying. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, the story is the strength of this thing. And uh, at the end of the day, if I stop now and you were to ask me, are you glad that you played this? I would have said, I'm glad that I got to experience the story. But I kind of – I'm, I'm actually kind of at the point where I want to watch it on YouTube or read it on Wikipedia instead of actually going through the last chapter. Mm-hmm. Because – I kind of feel that way too, but – yeah. I really want to be able to say I did it. Yeah, that doesn't matter much to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Back when I didn't have gray hairs and had more hair, yes, you're right. <laughs> but now I do, and I don't. 
Um, I, I really like. I, I, I haven't like going through the after years. I had the inclination to pick up my PSP every so often and be like, okay, I am going to power through this chapter, and I would. And now, like uh, maybe about a week or two later, after I've put that down, um, I'm just like, I, you know what? I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like mm-hmm. it. I don't feel like it. Um, so that's that. I, 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 you I, haven't had any inclination to do any of the challenge done. No, right? I like I, I actively don't. Like I started out with Theodore's, and I got like I, I beat that weird golem, and I leveled up, and I grinded, and I, 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 I don't want to do that anymore. Like I really, you never, don't. you didn't get to like that weird uh, difficulty spike that I told you about. Um, I think that golem was was representative of that. Um, maybe not. Maybe not. Nah, that golem was just like unique, um, like the one that kept but, on marching towards you, and then would like yeah, and then he's like at this range he can yeah. really hurt you, and then he's like he's really open right now. I, I would honestly then, much rather just play Final Fantasy four again, mm-hmm. because of the this. Is, oh. Like I just I just think the scenarios in that game are better, and it's very tightly wound. Not tightly wound, but it's very tight and just focused and just goes. That's it, and it's it's original, quote unquote. Yeah, you know, I don't because... mind the I, well, I don't mind the lack of originality in the story or whatever of after years. I just like the dungeons are like I don't know, like I don't need to experience the dungeons in that context. I want to experience the dungeons in the original context that mm-hmm. I played it in because that's how I had. Fun it would have been it. better if there were newer dungeons. In yeah. After years, like if it was more of a newer game, the reason why I keep talking about the 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 fact that the story is so derivative is because a lot of the similar events that occur in Final Fantasy IV occur in the After Years, yeah. like going into the sealed cave and facing Demon Wall. Oh, I kind of thought this was gonna happen. Yeah. Demon Wall. You know, and then yeah, that's that, the thing. Like that, that. That was also being complained about when these events occur. Even the characters in the game say. Oh, just this like happened already, or like, or I knew that was gonna happen, or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, like that. Mm. It, it, uh, it was really almost like uh, because of the fact that it happens on a mobile phone. It's like, hey, guess what? Remember this from 1991? Do you mind if I tell Here you this again. one thing from the interlude? Because this is making me mad now that I think about it. Yeah, you can tell me. You fight the demon wall in the interlude. <laughs> you do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! This is what I'm saying. This it's just like, do, do you need to recycle that material over and over again, especially in this two-hour chapter that doesn't really tell yeah. you much? And there's so and, much of the game that you can draw from that you can do other yeah. things with, and yet you pull an event that you pulled in the sequel, quote-unquote sequel, and you pull it again for the interlude. They might as well have had you go through the underground waterway in the interlude. <laughs> Do you? Uh, you know what? I don't know, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if you did. Is is Edward in the interlude? Like Kaipo and Dante? Yeah. Is that area? Yeah. Uh, n- okay. Now that I think about it, you don't have to go through the underground waterway. Okay. Because you get where you need to go by airship, but you don't fly the airship. I was about to say it would make no sense if. A year after uh, the events of the original Final Fantasy IV, you don't have access to airships at the beginning of the game. Right. I, 
You know what? The more and more I think about this, like the the, the closer mm-hmm. and closer I really am to just opening up Final Fantasy IV Wiki and just reading about it. Like it's depressing me that I'm at this point, and 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 I'm making it sound a lot worse than it really is because it's not terrible. It's just like it, it it gets to a point where it's like, um, I would rather just read about it. Like I would just I would rather somebody had made some stupid fan fiction so I could read it because they they it, just have, well you know a lot of people compare this to it being a stupid fan fiction of Final Fantasy IV. So far, I don't I don't mind it. I, I I meant stupid fan fiction in 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 terms of like it's unofficial and we're gonna do weird stuff to it. But like, well, yeah, and what I'm saying is that um, a lot of it's people kind think of an it's official, unofficial. Uh, uh, people think that the story is still like that stupid. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Know, I don't think it's that bad. But it's because because I like I said I am glad that I've gone through it, but I just don't mm-hmm. want to play that. I want to play the original game where I want to play a remake of Final Fantasy VI. <clears throat> um, but um, yeah. So that that there's that. I I honestly think like tonight I might do that. Like just read it because I'm I'm getting depressed. Um, Aww. I picked up Theater Rhythm again, and just before this podcast, I was trying to play a song on Ultimate, and it kicked my ass. Um, I've been playing Final Fantasy on the i not the iPhone, the Android. <laughs> it's it, it just rolls off the tongue. Final Fantasy iPhone mm-hmm. is stupid, but. I don't know if I spoke about this last time on the podcast. Um, it has problems, and the, the the first and foremost problem is the fact that it wants to active not activate it wants to check the license every mm-hmm. single time you start it up, every single time you open the application, and I don't mean literally. I turn on my phone after it having been off. Nothing's been turned on. I go to click on the Final Fantasy icon. It starts up. It checks with the internet. Do you have a fake copy? It's legit. Okay, you can play my game. No, not just that. If I get a call while I'm playing Final Fantasy, the app will stop, as it should, because that's how it works. I end Mm -hmm. the call. I go to the test, switch back to Final Fantasy. It will check again. Okay? Understandable, because we're above ground. Otherwise, I couldn't have gotten that call. But still, it's a little annoying that it has to check again. Or I am playing it, and I have a, a text document saved with a fact. For, for, let's say for whatever reason I have a fact that I want to follow. I task mm-hmm. switch to the fact. I read it. I task switch back to the game. It tries to check again for the license. Think about how but that impacts. After it task switches, does it go back to where you were in the game, or does it go to the main menu? Uh, it goes to the main menu, but there is a resume. Function. Oh, okay. However, it doesn't resume back into battle. It resumes back to the world map to where you last saved. And so, say if you did it in the middle of battle, it would bounce you out of battle. Like it would bounce you out of battle. battle, and I don't know if it'll bounce you out of battle to the last place you were right before the battle, or to the last place that it quick saved. Which means mm. that if you task switch out of a battle, you might be hosed. Mm-hmm. Um, the the worst part about this is the fact that, like, think about how you and I uh, think about where you and I live. We live in New York City. A lot of times, we play video games on the subway. Which goes underground. Yep. If I'm underground and I want to task switch out to check a fact, or if someone asks me what time it is and I don't have a watch, or if like for whatever reason I want like I'm I'm on an hour long train ride to your house, for example. Okay, I am playing something else, and in the middle of the train ride, I'm saying I say to myself, you know what? I kind of feel like leveling up in Final Fantasy. I can't do that because it wants to check the license above uh, uh, where you have reception. 
and, and that that's just really stupid to me. It's really dumb. You know what I've done sometimes when I've had when I've wanted to level up, and I knew I wanted to level up before I get into the subway. I will turn. Oh no, no. One last thing. If you press the power button on your phone to to turn the screen off, mm-hmm. when you turn it back on. If you have a screen lock on of any kind, whether or not it's a secure password, it will also shut the game down. <laughs> well, not shut it down, but it'll task switch out of it so that when you mm-hmm. unlock your phone, it'll check again. So if yeah, because the screen lock is a different app, technically. Yeah. So if I'm leaving my house and I go down to the subway and I turn on my phone and I want to activate that game, it's going to try to check above ground, oh, do you have your license? Guess what? If I've already gotten on the train, I'm fucked. Yep. And I think that's really stupid. No other game does it. No other game except for Squares games. Final Fantasy III does the same thing too. And it's mm. just like, and that's $17. But like, it's really annoying. And and it's also framey. Okay, Final Fantasy, the original one is framey on the Android phone. I am running on a pretty fast phone. And it's framey. Why? I don't know. See, and that's that's why I don't like uh, Final Fantasy IV Advance because it's framey, especially oh, in the battle. battle. Ugh. Yeah. It, well, that's the thing is that it's framey and it has that bug where commands don't happen. Yeah, I was wondering what was what that bug was. I didn't know. I basically seen it happen where my ATV gauge would fill up and then it would go mm-hmm. empty again. Ooh. That's it. It wouldn't let me move. Um, yeah, but there's look- apparently a bug in um, After Years where, like, it'll your ATB gauge will fill up, and then you'll attack, and then it'll be full again. Oh, that's a good and then bug. You can go again. That's a good, that's a good bug. bug. But I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, I, is 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 four advanced framey just when you're walking around too? I never I never noticed that. I don't believe so. I think it's only framey in the battle. It just didn't feel right to me when I played it, and I was you know in the underground. <laughs> Right. And I'm just like, okay, after one battle in the underground, like, I'm going to sell this game. Yeah. That's a shame. But, yeah. It so is a shame. It, it, that, that's, that's the most annoying part about it is the, the activation uh, – not the, the license check. The framiness is also bothersome, too. Um, but otherwise, it's a decent port. I, I think that the touch controls actually work fine the way they do it in battle. Um the, the visuals and the music are all fine. It's based on the PSP port. So it looks good. It does look good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does not fill my phone's screen. Oh. Because the iPhone that's... version, the, the iPhone, the aspect ratio on the iPhone is 3x2. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is also, which is already why it's worse than other phones. Fanboy, fanboy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, obviously they just slap that onto. Directly on. Yeah, onto a 60 by 9 screen. So, like, you've got letterboxing everywhere. Um, but that's okay. I mean, it still looks good. Um, what else? It's pillow boxing, though. It's what? On the sides. Pillow box. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Not letterbox, pillow box, yeah. Oh, okay. Is that what Just it means when sure. it's all around? Uh, when it's all around, it's matted. We call it postage stamp. It's Is it matted? It, there's a border all around. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So it's letterbox, pillow box, basically. Yeah. Little, little, little blah. That's basically, you know, you know how you get letterbox, pillow box? How? When you take some, oh, well, when you take something that's, <laughs> when you take something that's in three by two, convert it to sixteen by nine, and then convert it back to three by two. Oh, that's frustrating. But yeah, there, there's that. I haven't actually picked that up in a while. Um, oh, did we talk about the Android games that we were trying to sample on the last podcast? I forget. I don't believe so. You're talking about like Dead Trigger? Yeah. 
No, I don't um, believe so. I've been um I've been playing the other one called um Shadow <laughs> Gun or something like that, which comes with a gigantic download. Like after you download it from the market, which is six megs, Uh-oh. you start it up and it's like, Okay, we have to download this. Now we have a five hundred meg download. That's like yeah, That's how like Backstab that. works too. Basically uh. it is uh, a shitty version of Gears of War. <laughs> Um, and when I say that, like, <laughs> you know what's funny? It controls. Fun. You say that, you say that that's that, and and backstab. Which, well, who makes um, the shadow gun game? Uh, Ma- uh, Madfinger. Who? Oh, Madfinger. Madfinger. The same. The same okay. as Dead Trigger. Oh, okay. So it's the same guys. Uh, so it looks the same. Like the graphics engine is great. Like it looks the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, backstab is made by Gameloft. Oh, and- okay. It's it's the graphics are pretty good, pretty good, and it's a crappy port of like Assassin's Creed. Oh, it just takes place in like Pirates of the Caribbean time, even though I don't know why I called it Pirates of the Caribbean time, but that's you know that um, fifteen hundred pirates time kind of pirates Christopher time. Columbus, fourteen ninety two, red coats. He and sailed stuff. the ocean blue and then gave gonorrhea to Native Americans. But but maybe it's not 1500s because you got red coats. You know? Oh, I, oh. I don't know if they were red coats like all the way back then. Is but it a good? Regardless, sh- okay. answer me this: Is it a good shitty port? It's pretty. Which I know good. makes no sense. Is this a good shitty movie? Well, I guess <laughs> no. That that does make sense because like snakes on a plane. Yeah, could have been a good shitty movie. I didn't think so, but it could have been. Yeah, it could have been, but it, mm, let's not talk about snakes on a plane. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I I think that it's it's decent, it's passable. Like I really want to play it again, but at the same time, I really don't want to play it again because right. I had I had progressed to a certain uh distance in the game, and then I rooted my phone and I killed the progress because I, I don't care. Oh. So um, I wouldn't mind playing it again, but the thing is, it's it's the combat is really wonky. Oh, and because it, it's 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 like Assassin's Creed in terms of its general uh, gameplay based. elements, but it's not. Um, oh, no, it's not timing oh, based. Okay. But it's there's no stealth. I don't believe. Oh, it's more of um, you know swashbuckling. And oh, maybe there is some stealth in the game. Actually, so no, more, there is stealth in the game because that's why it's called backstab. Yeah, that's what I was gonna add. But... So so so, Shadowgun is a shitty Gears of War port. There's a shitty like opening cinematic with like <laughs> like typical like I'm a tough guy and I, this is my voice acting. Brr. And and I have no neck. Yeah. Um. It looks great. Like it really looks good on my phone. It looks even better on my tablet because I overclocked it. Um. Mm-hmm. The controls are similar to Dead Trigger, so I know you know what that is, but for those who don't know... Yeah, and those um, controls are similar to Backstab. Yeah, the, the first-person controls on these mobile phone platforms, the ones that do it right, I think, because I actually am impressed, is they have a floating analog stick. That's standard, but in an FPS, I think that's okay, because for the most part, it's not like... Um, it's not like a, a 2D platformer or a 2D shooter where you're going to have to make very precise movements up, down, left, and right. You're not mm-hmm. like if you're playing Contra, you're going to want to press down like at the exact right time, and you're going to want to know that you press down to duck under that bullet. Very true. And in this, it's literally just uh, you know strafing and moving back and forth 
aren't the most precise movements around. So you don't need that level of precision. And you can always kind of readjust yourself with your, with your mouse look. You know? mm-hmm. So that's okay. That, that, that works fine. And then the looking comes from your other thumb. Wherever you're, it, it lands on screen. I think they use multi-touch capabilities to determine whether or not you should be looking or, or strafing. Because um, I don't know that you can look. No, you can't. You can look without moving. Um, it's 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 left screen. It's left side of the screen, right side of the screen. Hi, Evelyn. Um, I think it's left se- left side of the screen, right side of the screen. Right. Like it it depends on where your thumb is. Mm-hmm. It'll determine where you move. And um, then they have a fire button. And you can actually still move your camera angle while your thumb is on the fire button. Right. Um, and how that works is the instant that your thumb put your thumb hits the fire button, it's it's in shooting mode. So even if you drag your thumb off it, you're still shooting. Um, and that's how, that that's how they make that that that's how they solve the problem of hey, I can't shoot while I'm uh, looking. Right. And I, I saw a YouTube video of brother in Ar- brothers in arms too for the phone, and like the guy who was who was trying to play it was like I can't like I can't look and shoot at the same time, unless I use one finger to shoot and the other to look around. And I'm like, huh, that sucks. Like you should be able to do that anyway. So I think the controls actually work really well considering what you've got. And um, my issue with those games are the design. Dead Trigger is basically, well, now that it's free to play because people pirated it, um, it's basically like, okay, um, you might call it, like, a randomly generated, like, zombie shooter. And that's all it is. Because each stage yeah. is just, like, it plops you down. Have you been, have you tried it again since we last tried it? No, but, I like I said, I've tried two stages. Yeah. It plops you in, and it's zombies, and that's it. Some of them are go from point A to point B, advance a story. That's fine. A lot of them are just, okay, um, defend this thing for two minutes, and you're mm-hmm. shooting zombies. Other ones are, take food to these checkpoints, and you're killing zombies. Mm-hmm. And it's never, like, that's all it is. And it it gets, like, a little tiring after a while. And the only purpose it serves for me is, like, if I'm in the airport and I don't feel like, like, you know, task switching and well, not even task switching, but oh, like well. playing like a, a full fledged game where like I have to actually focus on the story and focus on the thing, and I just want to shoot stuff. Right. Yeah, I'll take it out and play it. Shadowgun unfortunately has no such appeal because it is a story based game. It is go from point A to point B, and you do kind of have to you know involve yourself in it a little bit more um, because like it's a there's a cover system and all that shit. Right, but it doesn't have the benefit of being. As good as a Gears. Because I think the, the the problem with the Gears types of game is that it becomes whack-a-mole. And actually, I feel like when I, I, I when I got Gears of War the first time, like, I mean, the first Gears of War, it was the collector's edition with, like, DVD that showed behind the scenes and the making of this crap. And, like, Mike Caps was, like, in a meeting with a Microsoft exec, and the Microsoft exec was, like, asking Mike. He was like, it's a cool concept that you guys have, but... All I see is whack-a-mole. And, like, they had to do a lot of changes to the AI and to, like, flanking and, like, introduce, like, all these different, you know, tactical elements into Gears of War to make it more than just whack-a-mole, you know? Right. This game just feels like whack-a-mole. 
So it's great. You know, for the most part, it's it was just kind of for me to understand how far have developers come with making something for a touchscreen only platform, and is it viable? Is it viable now? Right. Yeah. Like I'm no longer sitting there going like iPhone is not a platform for gaming. It's not. Like I'm no longer going to say that because somebody has found a way around it. But it is still extremely limited. Like I would never, ever, ever want to play Street Fighter on that thing. Mm, no. Or Contra. Or oh, anything that requires any kind of precision. Or, or people are like oh, I, yeah, download an emulator on your jailbroken phone or on your Android, and you could play all your favorite like Game Boy games like Castlevania. I'm like no, that shit no, doesn't work. No, I don't play RPGs, and even then. Like I had um an an NES emulator on my phone way way back when I had the Hero. Did that have a and keyboard though? No. Wait, yes. Did it work with a keyboard? Um. Wait. No, the Hero did not have a keyboard. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. I think I might have used it on the Epic for like five minutes. I don't even remember. Wait, did the Hero? Well, see, here's have the thing. Like on YouTube, I, I saw some no. random video of somebody running. Yeah, a GBA emulator on his uh, G1, the one that Kevin had, mm-hmm. the very first T-Mobile HTC Android phone. Yep, yep. And it had a keyboard, and I was like, okay, that, you know, that that makes sense. That does make sense. Mm-hmm. And see, with the Nintendo emulator, I only played like Dragon Warrior two. Okay, and and because... that that's less of a hassle because it's you know right. And it was very playable, but then the problem with the emulator was that it didn't save any state, so oh. uh, you had to pay for it in order to save state, and right. I really You're wasn't pay for like, that, that keen on doing that. Try that does not endorse emulation or bootlegging or piracy. Yeah, stuff like that. <clears throat> so, you shouldn't um, do it. You shouldn't do it, listener. No, no. <laughs> so I decided against it. Yeah. And I, you know, I was playing stuff like... Uh, Game dev story. Yeah, that, that this is what worries me about that. Like, like the flood of these types of games onto these platforms is because they feel that they have to dumb it down, or they just don't know mm-hmm. how to design. It. Or M- Madfinger Games might be a development house that is really, really great at creating an engine and really, really shitty at actually designing a game. You know, Maybe. like Game Loft. Game Loft. Huh? I said like Game Loft. Oh, jinx. Um, <laughs> I was I was gonna give Game Loft a pass because of Asphalt Urban and I like that game, but like otherwise, but yeah, it's like you, you don't you know you start to get this and then you'll get people who are like yeah see doesn't work, and it's like no mm-hmm. it's not that it doesn't and, and actually I'm specifically talking about like things like the conduit on Wii, and it's like oh yeah it's not that it didn't work it's that they designed it shitty, and the controls worked just fine. And I know they worked fine because there's another game called Medal of Honor Heroes that worked just fine. But Conduit didn't. Also, Conduit had a really stupid story and really shitty voice acting. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Red Steel 2, perfect example. I heard that game was great. Um, Red Steel 1. No, thank you, sir. No, I would rather not. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, yeah. We've both been playing Warty. Wow. Did you hear what I almost called it? I almost called it Warty Hammer. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say Wars of Friends. Like, like, I haven't played that like game you, Like, you have warts on your feet. Months, no, 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 years. Warhammer. I meant to say Warhammer. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the, the game that Melanie thinks is medieval because they all speak in English, like British English, <laughs> and they do. Space <laughs> Marines! Space game. 
it's 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 actually kind of tiresome that that's all they say. But um, mm-hmm. uh, how far are you in it? I don't, know. I, I don't even think I actually played the um the retail game yet. I played the demo and then bought the retail game. Oh, that's it. Oh, I am in on um, halfway through chapter ten of eighteen total. So I'm gonna, that, that I think you will agree. I think we both said the same thing. That is, it is one of the stupidest games I've ever played. And when I say stupid, I don't mean like it's bad. I just mean it's like, hey, pull the trigger, have fun, mm-hmm. and that's it. I, I, don't, I don't mind it. You know, it's not. I I, oh, I got it. For, simple fun. How much did we get it for? Like seven bucks? Yeah, I think I spent ten. Oh. You spent seven because I bought it. I bought it before you did. Oh, okay, okay, but yeah, like it's 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 a it's a fun kind of like mindless, like I hate my job or I drank too much or my stomach hurts. I need to let off some steam, and you hammer yell- green things in the face, and that's it. And chainsaw them. The, the sad part is that's probably why I've I've gotten as far as I have. <laughs> instead of doing something, instead of like. Going through the Darksiders campaign, I'm playing this thing of no consequence. But it's okay, because it's all green. Hey, we've been recording for two hours. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. Hmm? How do I know where to find us? You can find each one of us at trygames.net on the internet. Al, where can we find you? Where do you live? I live in various places, I guess. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Twitter.com slash D Redmage. Twitter.com slash D Redmage. Um, there's XLM2K.blogspot.com, which I'll update sometime. And what about your band? Oh, yeah. I have a band. and uh, He has a band. That site is uh, com. R-O-C-A. Com. F-U-E-R-T-E. Musica. With an A at the end. Mm-hmm. Dot com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and you can find their album, Vuelo Letal, which means Lethal Flight. I learned that because Al knows Spanish. Very On the Amazon.com, barely. <laughs> Amazon.com MP3 downloads list. Make sure to, that make sure that you choose MP3 downloads. There's other places, find it. too. iTunes, uh, Spotify, Zune. Uh, supposed to be Rhapsody, but who knows. Uh, anywhere where your digital media is served, you should find us. Excellent. Pete, where do you live? Twitter.com slash Riven. That's R-Y-V-V-N. R-Y-V-V-N. And if you like don't you... alcoholics talking about video games and movies, you should follow me on Twitter. Follow <laughs> him on Twitter at R-Y-V-V-N.com slash Twitter.net. That's yes. the only place I live. No, no other place That's the only is place to live. No other place is important? Okay. And you can find me, obviously, at Mr. Chupon on Twitter. It's at Mr. Chupon with an O, not a zero. Uh, you can also, obviously, visit us at TryGames.net at trygames.net, which we rarely update, but one day I will. Uh, you can also visit me at www.sharkversusoctopus.com, uh, which is nonsense and has nothing to do with video games, but it could. Uh, and that's all the places that I live. Email, 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 email. Email us at mailbag at trygames.net, M-A-I-L-B-A-G at trygames.net, or you could spell it the wrong way, M-A-L-E. And you can also visit friends of the site. You can visit... Our friend Maurice at EveryoneLovesDinosaurs.com. The other Austin out in the world because there are only two of us and we're both awesome at AustinDLight.com. Light is spelled the appropriate way like a light bulb. And you can visit Brian Fishman, friend of the site, doctor, and he will save your fucking life. 
as long as you go to his blog, which is called drfishypants.com. Also, friends of the site, we've got James Dendy Connor at www.gamesjames.com. That's www.gamesjames.com. Not just one game, but multiple games. And there's also our friend Alex and Gary from That Game Podcast, which is conveniently www.thatgamepodcast.com. Wow, I didn't, I, I didn't know that existed. I mean, I, even though I did, because I'm the one who spliced it in there. Uh-huh. That was a fancy zipping noise you did there. Um, yeah, and I pointed too, which you didn't see. Stop! Stop! Stop becoming me. You're better than that. No more pantomime. <laughs> pantomime. No, no more pantomiming from me, because no one can see when I wave my arms around. I could, I could say that I'm waving my arms around right now, and I'm not. This mm-hmm. Um, are there any things that you want to plug? Or are there any last words that you have for the world? Uh, neither really. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, you, you have yourself a splendid day with the child. I'm going to go find something to eat. I'm going to edit mm-hmm. this. I'm going to rec- I'm not going to record this because we just recorded this. I'm going to post it for all two of you listeners out there who aren't listening anyways. They're just putting it on while they're taking a shower and then, like, ignoring everything. <laughs> there you go. That, that's what it is. So, for Al. Peace out. I have been your host, I suppose, Austin. And I guess we'll see you in two months or two weeks, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave Depends. it up to your child. <laughs> I'll leave it up to your child and his temperament and his Fantastic. appetite which evolves every day god I can't wait for like five years to go by and he puts on a headset <laughs> and and you are shocked and appalled at the things that come out of his mouth oh gosh because he has been listening to us in secret oh man. does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? Let's find out. One, two, three, three.